Two! I'm glad you've made it past the secret episode. I know. I was like, wow, it worked. <laughs> oh my goodness, you're never going to know. No, you know what's coming. We are in Proverbs. Uh, before we get into Proverbs, Dylan, how are you currently and the days prior? <laughs> well, good. You're standing. You're standing. Well, sitting, but... Oh, that's right. That's right. Happy Father's Day to Jay and Brad. No, Father's Day to Jay and Brad. Jay's doing stuff right now. Always hustling. Get in the dough. Hey, but he's 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 standing today, sitting right now, but standing. All the time. anybody then uh, it'd probably be me next <laughs> you deserve it we won't tell anybody why the fairy's coming the fairy's coming <laughs> anyway <laughs> get any more off topic yeah. how about you uh, me I think this has been just like a very uneventful week at work like to speak the truth it's very mild here and good Cookville, Tennessee. Uh, it's a chance of rain this entire week, and it's been raining. And I think the high today was 75. Yeah. On the first day of summer. Happy summer, everyone. The first day of summer. Yeah, on the first day of summer. You know, typically this is our busy time. Exactly. But it has to get above 80. Yep. So I don't think it got above 80 this week yet. Really? We're just chilling. Yeah, so... We're going to start auctioning off things in our warehouse next week. We have to. I mean... You <laughs> <laughs> must cut expenses. <laughs> next uh, is Lisa. <laughs> just kidding. No. Do what you got to do back in the <laughs> Just kidding. But no, like seriously, this week has just been very lackluster. Um, but you know, you got to count them while they last because we could be just crazy, absolutely crazy next week. I would rather be crazy as well. You're going to be kind of crazy tomorrow and Friday. Sort of. Nothing like too crazy, but it's sort of crazy. So, uh, but, but yeah, maybe uh, I'm not seeing anything on the horizon that's, uh, you know, the higher temperature days. So that kind of is uh, disappointing. But 
It's okay. It's not like we're hurting over here. That's why we're Dylan sells fireworks. Hustling. Hustling. I was just seeing what it felt like to be double, double mic'd up. Yeah. On these new headsets we got, there's also a, a mic on them. Uh, but uh, this episode is not brought to you by Steel Series. But that's what the unless Steel Series wants to be brought to you by on one of these episodes. Uh, How about it, Sam Samson and Steel Series? Yeah, Samson is these mics. Steel Series is the headsets. You know what we should be sponsored by God. We are. <laughs> but Apple. I agree. Samson. I agree. Steel Series. Yes. And Crosswind. I agree. That's a great idea. So I have my people. What do you do with this wire, Jackson? What do you do with I it? I kind of like struggling. Mine just kind of sits, just kind of down almost. <laughs> what you all just witnessed was a panic attack. Well, my mic's lower than yours. Yours is. I'm surprised you're not leaned back yet. Huh? I'm surprised you're not like leaned back yet. I leaned lean back. I'll go to sleep. Okay, that's probably. I was up all night last night. We won't get into that. <laughs> anyway, um, but we better just get on. Get with it. Are you done about your? <laughs> I didn't mean to. Done yet. I didn't mean it like that. I'm oh, you sorry. should. You know, what did you buy yesterday? What did I buy? Yeah, you put it on. What? Oh, it's bad. I have to ask what because I have been spending money erratically lately. Yeah, <laughs> but I did buy a new putter. Yesterday. Not just any new, new putter. Scotty yeah. Cameron. Now one may ask, Dylan, are you good enough to have a Scotty Cameron? The answer is It no. doesn't matter though. Cuz you walk up on the green and you pull out your mallet Scotty Cameron, people are just going to go, "Oh." You know Will bought another mallet Scotty today. I know, he sent me so a video. Why won't he sell you sell you the other one. Hey, it's something about the greens. I think he told me this when you were in the bathroom. Um, but and where it all began. But uh, no, like he said, like something about the grass, like Bermuda grass down in the closer south is, I guess, a little more thicker. And so you got to use like a mallet sometimes to get like a better weight. And then up here you can use blade because the grass is like finer. I don't really know. I'm not that into golf where I don't know that much. Right. Well, I know I'm a big deal. <laughs> um, you know, and... People are gonna see my Scotty Cameron and be like, "Man, that's a big deal, right there." He's a big deal, but the truth is, I'm not. I would think that. The truth is, I'm not, and God did not give me the talent of golf. Um, he gave me the love for the great outdoors and companionship, which is what I get when I play golf. That's what I strive for, with my friends, and be outside. Yeah, but when it comes to the game of golf. He gave me a really good hook to the left, <laughs> and that's about it. And subpar. Subpar. But it's all right. You have a Scotty skills. But I have a Scotty camera. I'm like, that's... I have a Titleist bag that nobody else has. It's pink. I know. It's beautiful. It's really nice. It's got, like, teal color. And I have a Scotty camera. Mm -hmm. What can't I accomplish? Two seven wedges. <laughs> I mean, two seven irons. I this might be where it all begins. <laughs> I mean... What can't I accomplish? The answer to that is Golf. par on anything. <laughs> <laughs> it's what I can't accomplish. It's all right. We'll get there. It's okay. But now you have a Scotty, so nobody can like question it. Like somebody's also, like, Dylan, why'd you miss that putt? You'd be like, do you have a Scotty? Huh? Yeah. And then they'll say no. Are you talking to you right yeah. now? No, and then you'd be like, all right. And then you walk off. But there is something even more exciting that I have to talk about very quickly. Okay. Then we'll get into Proverbs. Is Friday. My dream car. Oh, yes. 
comes into my possession. Yes. And it will be a Toyota Land Cruiser. Mm. That some people would look at and say, why? But I look at You got to say the year, though. Say huh? the year. It's like a 2000 model. Yeah, see? It's, old. it's older. I actually don't know the exact year. It's either a 1999 or a 2000 or 2001. I don't know which one it is. But it doesn't matter because it's still an older but Land Cruiser. It's pretty cool. It's an old Land Cruiser with a lot of miles on it. It's all right. But to me, it's a dream. It's all right. You're not like... And I'm so excited about it. Oh, you're a daily driver. Who cares? So excited. And I get to go get it Friday. I'm so excited for you. I am... I have wanted this car for a long time. I can't, yeah, I can't wait. It's going to look awesome. Some people would look at it and be like, why do you drive an old man SUV? Why don't you keep your opinion to yourself? Opinion yourself. <laughs> but keep your opinion to yourself. But also just appreciate the classic the hustle. Toyota vibe. And the hustle. It's like a hippie vibe, like a, like a no, what's the Chris Jansen song? Good vibes. That's what a Toyota Land Cruiser reminds me of. Good in the vibes. Beach. And just good vibes. Good vibes. So I'm excited about it. Anything? I've talked. We have talked so much. What are you excited about? Anything? Excited about? Nothing on the horizon. About two things that I'm so excited about. I got nothing on the horizon. Just kind of saving that money. Looking forward to a UTV, but that's going to be like. Way down, probably another month before we get into that. At least another four or five episodes before we get into the that ultimate one. terrain vehicle. Yes, <laughs> that's, what I, that's what I call UTVs. Ultimate terrain vehicle. <laughs> isn't it utility? Side by side. Isn't it utility? Yeah. Okay, oh, it's good. definitely utility. Good. <laughs> you had me guessing though for a second there. But I prefer ultimate ultimate terrain. terrain. I like that better. Yep. Uh, you got me get second guessing now, but. Yup. <laughs> Well, today, we're going to jump into Proverbs. It's not going to be long because we've kind of held up a little bit. Um, so, we're just going to get into Proverbs chapter 1. Pretty much uh, the first just seven verses. Me read? You read? Okay, I'll read. Uh, I'm reading from the ESV version. Uh, the Proverbs of Solomon, son of David, king O Israel, uh, to know wisdom and instruction, to understand words of insight, to receive instruction in wise dealing and righteous justice and equity, to give prudence to the simple, uh, knowledge and discretion uh, to the youth. Let the wise hear and increase in learning, and the one who understands obtain guidance. To understand a proverb and a saying, the words of the wise and their riddles. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. Fools despise no wisdom and instruction. So, right off the bat. We could probably stop reading Proverbs. Just kidding. Uh, these first seven verses uh, do get... What's that thing called on in books when you open up the cover? And it's kind of like on the book cover. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know. Like if you like open up a new book and it has like, this, like all these writings right here. You see my hands? Yeah, like right here. Oh, come on. I can't think of it really. It's not the... Uh no, it's like it's like on the book cover, and it kind of gives just a just overview of the whole story. I can't think of it, but this is basically what these first seven verses right here are doing. They're basically telling you what all of Proverbs is going to be like, you know, you know, how this wisdom that we're going to learn about is practical. That's verse three. 
where you receive instruction and wise dealings. Uh, how this wisdom is also going to be intellectual. That's verse 5. and incre- It helps you increase in learning. And then it's also moral. That's also part of verse 3 when it talks about righteousness and justice and equity. And then it's also... Overview. Overview? Is that it? A book overview. That's what Google Really? Is that that simple that I missed? Maybe a preface? Pref- that sounds even better. I can't, I can't think of it. Man, my sixth grade librarian would be so disappointed with me right now. It's on an app, but I'll tell you. I'm trying to reuse my iPad more, and it's not going well. We're learning. But uh, hear that iPad Apple sponsor. A preface. Hmm. A short introduction essay. Okay. Written from the point of view of the author. The author might use the preface to explain why they are qualified to write a book, or also may use for other specific functions, such as explaining the book how they became interested in the book, or why they chose to write about it. So preface, yeah. I, I, that sounds good with me. But, I mean, like, the wi- the wisdom in this book is also inquiring. That's verse 6. To understand these proverbs and sayings and all of its riddles. And also how it's not just meant for, uh, you know, taught people, um, but also na- naive and untaught. That's verse 4. Simple and youth. Uh, or the experience, you know. The wise have something to get from this uh, book as well. You know, when it mentions simple there in verse 4, it indicates a person's mind is dangerously open. You know, it's the complete opposite of being, <clears throat> excuse me, being prudent. You know, a prudent person, and prudent is a very common uh, just theme in all of Proverbs. You know, the prudent person pays attention to warnings. They're cautious. They uh, don't believe everything they hear. Uh, they also often ignore, you know, Maybe insults or get enraged with anger or anything like that. They also kind of just avoid and understand danger altogether. Uh, they have knowledge, but they're humble about it, and they don't like flaunt it around. And being simple is completely opposite to what all that is. And simple often times is connected to youth, <clears throat> and the youth are, um, you know, naive most of the time, and they lack those prudent points but then proverbs right there in verse six also says it's not only for the youth and for the naive it's also for the wise now the wise can read this book and increase in learning that involves uh, most of the time in skill uh, insights in finding solutions and almost kind of preparing them for that leadership position to counsel others uh, to you know become better versions of themselves and then we kind of get to verse 7. Um, that's kind of called the motto. Um, you know, I'll read it one more time. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, and fools despise wisdom and instruction. Dylan, take it away, Dylan. Well, so there's two things that I really pick up on. Um, one of them is in verse 3, and one of them is in verse 7. So verse 3 says, well, I'll start in, in maybe 1. And go to three again just to refresh your memory. But the proverb of Solomon, son of David, king of Israel, to know wisdom and instruction, to understand words of insight. Then listen to this. To receive instruction in wise dealing, in righteousness, justice, ju- justice, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, in righteousness, justice, and um, I always struggle equity. with this word. Huh? Equity. Equity. I always say this equity. Oh uh, yeah, I, I I struggle. If you, I've done it my I whole wish life. I could like pull up the history on this because I definitely typed that in and like heard it a lot pronounced. Equity. Um. But 
in order for us to understand knowledge, because you know, and, and remember what Jackson said at the beginning, this isn't just, you know, smart, not between like street smarts and knowledge. It's just talking about like a whole different street thing, smarts, I like that. you know, than just your common thing you're going to learn in high school or your common thing you're going to learn in college. You know, you can be smart, but this kind of knowledge that we're going to be talking about in Proverbs is different. It's a different type of, of knowledge you should have. Um, but the first thing that I think um, that comes in understanding knowledge is to receive instruction in wise dealings. You know, we live in a world where you're right and everybody else is wrong and get over it. And that's just not the case. It goes against everything that we're taught as Christians. You know, we live in a world where you know, nobody else's opinion matters but your own. And, you know, we don't have to listen to what everybody else says, or we don't have to, yeah, that's not right. That's not true. You know, we have to be able to receive instruction in wise dealing. You know, not just, you know, receive instruction and then let it be. You know, the, the Greek translation to where we're in the ESV but the Greek translation of this verse where it says to receive instruction and wise dealing means to receive instruction and to absorb it. To understand exactly what is trying to be taught to you. And you see in college, that's why this is a different you know, knowledge. Because in college, especially me, I was there to pass a test. So I didn't really care what was coming along. I didn't really care. I just wanted to, to absorb what I have to know or to understand what I have to know and then take a test and forget it. You know, what I learned in, you know, calculus, couldn't tell you. If you, if you gave me the same test again and asked me to take it, I would take it as if it was brand new. I, have, I don't remember that. I don't care. But this is a type of knowledge that the Greek writers were saying to receive instruction and absorb it and understand that this is instruction that you have to have your whole life. This is the type of knowledge that you need to, to live by. And the first thing of that is to be able to receive instruction. You know, the unpopular opinion, and, and whoever's listening, you may agree with this or you may not, but the unpopular opinion that I have is you're not the smartest person in the room and you're not always right. And I'm okay with admitting that. Like, in my job, my day-to-day job, Nine times out of ten, I'm not the smartest person in the room, you know. And church, nine times out of ten, I'm not the smartest person in the room. There's somebody else that knows more than me, and that's okay. But there's so many people that say that it's a knock on your self-confidence if you don't know, if, if you're not saying you're the smartest person in the room. It's a knock on, you know, you're, you're downplaying your abilities or you're not. That's not true. I think I'm pretty smart. But I also know there's people out there that are smarter than me. I know there are people out there that that may know more about something or may have more, you know. Excuse me. I haven't yawned all day. Until now. <laughs> but, um, but there's people out there that, that just know more than me. And that's okay. Like, you don't have to know everything. And you also, the second part of that is you have to understand that you're not always right. That you're going to make mistakes, that you're going to 
say things out of turn or you're going to react wrongly to a situation or you're going to say something, you know, that maybe sounded better in your head but came out wrong. It's okay. That's why we have grace. But you have to be able to sit down with somebody that you've wronged or you think they've wronged you or what, and just sit down and say, all right, lay it all out on the table and talk about it because, you know, I wasn't right or whatever. You have to be able to receive instruction and absorb it, right? In wise dealings, in righteousness, just, justice. Justiceness. <laughs> in equity to give prudence to the simple. Of course, Jackson talked about prudence a little bit. Um, knowledge and description to the youth. And then you have verse 5, which is just something I don't think is the most important, but let the wise hear and increase in learning. You know, <coughs> you have we have the example of Jesus that we talk a lot about that we talked a lot about in season one, of you know, um, increasing in his knowledge and his learning at a young age, whenever he was going to the wise men and talking to them and and going to the biblical instructors and instructing them. You know, all these things where he's increasing his learning. We should be thirsty for that. You know. We should be able to receive instruction. We should be able to, to continue and increase our learning. But verse 7 ties all that in to say, well, why should I want to receive instruction? Why should I want to increase in learning, at least in our Christian life? And that's because the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, right? Because we, you know, I don't serve God because I fear Him. I serve God because I love Him and He loves me. But... There is probably a healthy fear, which can be translated for us to understand as respect. You know, I have a healthy fear of my mom and dad. It doesn't mean that I, you know, shake at their presence. Unless I got a new tattoo, then my mom gets mad. Then I shake at their presence. Oh, yeah, you do. But, you want to talk about that? Um, <laughs> but no, like, I don't, I don't shake and get nervous when they're around. But I mean, I have a healthy respect for them. Because they know more than me. They have more experience than me. I'm okay to receive instruction from them. And that's the way God is. You know, the healthy fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. Fools despise wisdom and instruction. You know, if you don't want to gain wisdom, if you don't want to take instruction, then you're a fool. Sorry. I'll just I'll go ahead and lay it out there. You know, like in the business world, if you don't want to receive instruction from somebody who's been in it longer than you or more educated than you, then you're probably going to fail. Same way as a Christian. You know, you can't become a Christian and just think that you can do this all by yourself. It takes a lot of instruction. It takes a lot of listening and gaining wisdom from other people. So that's kind of what sets up the beginning of this knowledge I don't know. Journey. Journey, journey, journey that we're going to take. Guess. Yeah. Journey to the bottom of the ocean. Journey uh, too soon for that one. <laughs> I mean, no, they're not dead. They're, uh, they're, still, they're still around. I hope they're so found, but I don't believe it. Anywho, we'll get, we don't get we'll up. We're, we're in Proverbs right now. Um, but that, that kind of sets everything up. Um, and at least my side of it is we have to be able to receive instruction you have to want to increase in learning, but all of that is derived from having a respect and fear of the Lord is the beginning of all knowledge, as it says in verse 7. kind of sets us up on like two paths here, kind of ending it. It's like either 
having wisdom and the fear of the Lord um, or despising wisdom and becoming that fool. And, you know, that kind of theme stays the entire length of the chapter. And, and well, not chapter, but the book. And it leaves it up to you. You have to decide for yourself, are you going to choose that path of fear in the Lord and understanding, uh, well, not understanding, but or I guess understanding that you don't know everything and that you rather trust in God's um, judgment of right and wrong. And then, you know, you have to humble yourself and embrace that definition. And that's, you know, perfect way of doing uh, a fear of the Lord. Um, I think I always think of a good example from Genesis 22 with Abraham, how he truly, and it says it, 22:12, that he truly feared God. And that's why he took his son up there to be sacrificed, Isaac. Um, and he wasn't going to spare him. He had no obligation to sacrifice him other than he had the fear of the Lord. There's no threats, no nothing. And when God told him to do something, he was going to do it because Abraham didn't listen to himself in judging if killing his son was right or wrong. Instead, he did what God uh, told him to do and trusted that he was going to take care of him. You know, that's kind of the fear um, that we're going to get into a whole lot. I mean, it's packed into it. Um, we hope you're excited. I know I am. Very excited. You know, you, and we'll kind of end on this, you know, as Jackson was, was talking about, you know, we have a choice or you have a choice to choose between foolishness and wisdom um, or foolishness and knowledge, I guess. But, you know, as Christians, and this kind of gets into my, my Devo tonight, but that's okay. You know, as Christians... There are three things, and we're called to be a lot of things, but there are three things in particular um, that I think are maybe the basis of what Jesus expects us to be. And the first one is you're called to be different. And in order to, to, to accept wisdom and instruction, in order to, to, to be somebody who craves that and somebody who wants it, you're going to be different. I mean, the world just frowns upon having wisdom. You know, the world relies on on worldly things and worldly things that they say that you should know about that you just don't have to. Worldly wisdom. You know, the, the world says, you know, yeah, the world says you need to rely on, on my wisdom. And if you can do that, you'll be successful. <laughs> That's wrong. Rely on God's wisdom. If you can do that, you're going to be different. We're also, um, we're called to be set apart by God for a special purpose, you know, and we are. You know, when we find Christ, I'm not saying that we as Christians are the set-apart people already, but when you find Jesus, you are given an, an intentional purpose to fulfill his word. You're, then you are now set apart to get to heaven one day. And in order to get to heaven one day, you have to rely on God's wisdom. And then you're also called to conform to the image of Christ. Conform to his wisdom, not your own not what your next-door neighbor tells you to do, not what the news tells you to do, not what your boss tells you to do. We are to conform to the wisdom of Jesus, conform to the wisdom of God. That's our purpose. That's what all of season two will be about. So keep verse seven in mind and maybe start reading up on Proverbs. You know, but the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. And that is what we're going to begin season two with. Whoop. See you next week. I won't see you, but maybe talk maybe. to you. <laughs> Bye-bye.